0: Hey, tech has made our life easier from, you know, Googling that rash. You're just wondering what that is on whatever part of your body, shopping online to tracking your fitness. And so that's why this story caught my eye. MasterCard is launching a facial recognition pilot program. It's starting in Brazil, started this week, and it's a trial of a biometric payment system for brick and mortar stores. Uses facial recognition rather than contactless cards, smartphones, or your PIN. Anne Kavukian joins us now. She is Executive Director at Global Privacy and Security by Design Center. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Kelly. Okay, and I thought of you immediately when I saw this story. Let me just set it up for everybody. You know how you can use your face to unlock your iPhone? Well, MasterCard's biometric checkout program would let shoppers scan their face using a retailer's smart app developed by a Brazilian startup named PayFace. That's not too creepy sounding and then assign their likeness to a bank card stored on file. What could possibly go wrong? I uh, Anne, thoughts on this? Obviously, there
1: could be enormous problems with this. But let me make it clear. Facial recognition. Let me describe the two types of facial recognition you can have. The common, the one people usually think of is called one-to-many, where your face is compared to thousands of other images and a match is made. That is highly problematic. There's a false positive rate right there uh, of like 83%. In the UK, where they have cameras everywhere, they use this. A lot of false positives. They falsely identify someone as being the, the wrong person, a bad guy, whatever. That's very bad. There's also something called one-to-one facial recognition. What that means is your facial image is compared to a picture of you that you had submitted online. And so the one-to-one is your face is compared to the image they have on file, which they obtained from you. And if that's a match, you're good to go. That's much safer because you're not being compared to hundreds and thousands of other facial images. Mm-hmm. Now, having said that, there are enormous problems with that as well, because in this day of daily hacking and phishing and unbelievable, brilliant hackers, the potential for gaining unauthorized access to this data arises. So we really have to be concerned about this.
0: Yeah. Um, MasterCard Cyber and Intelligence president said, quote, when the pandemic happened, we saw that everyone went digital and consumers embraced new technologies. Consumers actually all over the world asked us for shopping, for the, you know, for the for the uh this digital um technology for shopping and for the retail experiences. And I look at I'm a little suspicious. I'm not buying what they're selling because for me. The security, whether it's, you know, putting your biometrics down on MasterCard, the security is for them, not us. Because if you report fraud, usually MasterCard's on the hook for it, not me, if it, you know, if I had everything protected. So they are basically asking us to let them store our faces so that they are not out money in the long run. Am I right?
1: You're right and, and and wrong. Forgive me for saying that. No um, what I mean by that is I agree with what you said, but they they said, and I understand they said they're, they're taking steps to ensure the data are strongly protected and they're encry- encrypting the data. Encryption means you code it so that even if some unauthorized party gains access to it, it's gobbledygook, but it means nothing. So we have to keep our eyes on this because here's the thing. MasterCard, if this... You know, if there's fraudulent access to people's facial images, MasterCard is going to pay for this big time. So they're still right. on the hook because just no one will use MasterCard after that. So I think they are going to go to great lengths to strongly encrypt the data, to protect the data. Mm. That doesn't mean it's going to prevent unauthorized access. So it's kind of a wait and see what happens. But the one thing I do accept that they're saying is that lots of people have come to them and said, make it easy for us. You know, unfortunately, a lot of people in the public who aren't concerned about these issues, and they just say, "Just make it easy."
0: I'm curious about why they're trying it in Brazil. Like, what yeah. about Brazil?
1: <laughs> That's a good point. Um, for whatever reasons, their their partner, is there, payface, okay. okay. uh, is located there. And but the one good thing about Brazil is last year. They introduced a very strong privacy law in Brazil. They interviewed me on a a number of calls and stations. And they, in fact, asked me to teach a course on what's called privacy by design, something I created years ago in Brazil. And so they're going to great lengths to protect data in Brazil. They've included my privacy by design in their law, which is one of the strongest forms of privacy protection. So I think we have to wait and see, Kelly. Kelly.
0: Oh, I like that. Okay. I'm good with waiting and seeing. Um, MasterCard, <laughs> by the way, says if all goes well, that they will roll out their MasterCard biometric checkout program internationally soon and more features um, in technology that they could use or in the works like age verification for purchasing restricted store items.
1: What do you uh-huh. think of that? Wow. Well, I'm telling you, we, the things are moving at such a fast pace. I'm just hoping they are putting their foot on the brake at times and ensuring that the proper privacy and security are proactively embedded into all of these operations. The other thing I should mention to you about the facial recognition, the one-to-one, Nexus, if you go into the States and if you have a Nexus card, you apply for that. They do one-to-one, meaning you go to the machine, their kiosk, they compare your live facial image to the image you had sent to them before, and if it's a match, you're good to go. It speeds everything up at the airport. So I think this is the, the way things are going to progress. We just have to see what the security implications are and how many data breaches there
0: are. And we just have to really wait and see. Anne, thanks so much for joining us. I really appreciate your time today. Always a pleasure, Kelly. Thank have you. Have a great day. Anne Kavukin is Executive Director at the Global Privacy and Security by Design Center, something that she uh, came up with at teaching that course.